You're listening to the Functional Nurse Podcast. On today's episode, we answer the question, should a registered nurse become a nurse practitioner to practice functional medicine? So stay tuned. Hello, nurses, and welcome to this episode of the Functional Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget Sager. I'm a family nurse practitioner and a functional medicine consultant, and I teach functional medicine to RNs and nurse practitioners through the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy in partnership with the Institute for Functional Medicine. On today's episode, we are going to be exploring a topic that I talk about pretty much daily with at least one nurse. Um, I've talked to hundreds of nurses about this topic, and so I think that it's an important one for us to explore a little further. Many of my students come to the Functional Medicine for Nurses course either completely certain that they want to practice within the scope of an RN or that they want to become a nurse practitioner. Many of my students are nurse practitioners. And so during the course, a lot of people change their minds and then sharing perspective between the nurse practitioners and RNs related to scope of practice can really um, shift mindsets over the uh, time that they're in the program. I always think it's interesting to see how unique people's perspectives are because it really comes down to what a nurse wants to offer their patients or clients and what they're comfortable with. So first, what I want to do is tell a little bit about my background moving from being an RN to a nurse practitioner and what a nurse practitioner school was like for me. Um, I was a registered nurse working in the hospital for years, and I really enjoyed like digging into lab work and providing education for my patients, which if you've worked in a hospital, you know, is uh, time restricted. And so for me, functional medicine is like getting to continue to do those two things that I really enjoy is like uh, digging deep into people's personal health stories and then providing the education they need to empower them to be healthier. So I went to nurse practitioner school because I wanted to have a bigger impact upstream. I thought if I um, became a provider and saw patients in an outpatient clinic versus working in the hospital that I could help them prevent illness because I was seeing kind of what I felt was like the downstream effects working often in critical care and progressive care areas. When I went to nurse practitioner school, I had been hopeful that I was going to learn those skills of um, prevention, which there is some measure of prevention taught in nurse practitioner school for sure. Um, the reality when you're in practice, I felt like that often got pushed to the side for more pressing topics and um, maybe the goals of my corporation and their outcome measures they were focused on. And then clients, um, I've mentioned this before, I didn't feel like my patients were often coming to me for prevention. They were coming to me with problems. So in nurse practitioner school, I found that I was shifting from my nursing model that I had learned, um, the holistic view that we learned to look at a person in, in total, and instead was being trained in the medical model of diagnose and treat. And so it was learning how to do a differential diagnosis, come up with the five reasons someone might have upper back pain based on their health history, and then doing a physical exam to either confirm or rule out uh, any of my suspicions, and then maybe incorporate some testing. Well, then that would move on to what's the prescription solution for that problem. 
So I felt that nurse practitioner school was essentially me learning how to diagnose and treat, me learning how to think in the medical model, um, the way that physicians approach patients. And I have talked to many, many nurse practitioners about this, and they tend to feel the same way I did. So I didn't feel like it was advancing my skills in the way that I had hoped it would. And instead, I kept trying to seek out other options to learn these skills. I ultimately found functional medicine and nurse coaching, and that combination to me seemed to be what I had been looking for all along. There's that analogy that if we keep pulling people out of the river at the bottom, you know, people are, uh, it's a public health analogy is that if, if everybody in healthcare stays at the bottom of the river and keeps pulling out the people that are falling out of their boats and drowning, rather than going upstream and seeing what what's going on at at the top of this story like why are why does this keep happening um and so i didn't feel like nurse practitioner school had gotten me to that place where i was able to go upstream and help undo a lot of the problems that we have in our healthcare system and that our patients are struggling with every day uh rather when i learned nurse coaching the skills to actually like approach each person as a unique individual and hear their story and help them meet their goals. Uh, that was half of the, the the puzzle for me. And the other half was functional medicine, which is, uh, you, of course, you probably know is, you know, finding the reason, the why for that person and helping them heal. So to me, that combination was perfect for what I wanted to offer. And I tell my students often that, you know, when you practice functional medicine, you can use it in any arena that you work in as a nurse, but also you can decide what you want to offer people. And so I may be a nurse practitioner, but the majority of what I offer my clients is, I would say 95% of it is RN scope of practice. I do a lot of listening and looking at their intakes and getting their history and lots of follow-up questions during our visits. Um, I do one-on-one consultations with people. And so I get to spend a lot of time with them and hear their story. And then based on what we find or uncover together and identify as their goals, I am able to educate them to help them move forward in healing. And we talk a lot in the course that I teach about when is testing really necessary and when are we doing it to confirm what we already know. And a question that I ask often is, will the test results change what you're going to tell this person to do? And a good example is uh, that I use often is cortisol stress testing. If someone um, comes to you and they tell you they're only sleeping five or six hours a night and they wake up often and they um, have a really stressful job, they don't incorporate any self-care measures, maybe they're a caregiver often for either young children or uh, older adults, um, if I got a cortisol test on that person and it said that their cortisol was really high or that it they had gotten to a place where they had were really burned out and you could see that on the testing. Sometimes I have a patient or a, cli- or a client that needs to see that to motivate them for change. But most of the time that test would just be confirming what I already know I was going to have them do. For me, I feel like Functional medicine, of course, has the reputation of expensive tests and lots of supplements. And I have worked really hard to try to undo that mentality with the students that I work with, because I really don't believe that that's the case of of what people really truly need. Our health outcomes are worsening as a society over the last hundred years or more. 
not because we are lacking prescription medications, not because we're lacking some test results, it's because of our lifestyles, our choices, our exposures, and that all of that, the education that's involved in that and helping undo that and heal it is all within the scope of a registered nurse. For me, I often make the greatest attempt I can to avoid spending my patient or client's money on um, testing and would rather focus on them using their uh, any funds that they have available that may have gone towards a test for higher quality food choices or maybe a vacation or some self-care measures, uh, something that would improve their health in, in a way that is more beneficial than a test result. So for me, testing, it's kind of like uh, something that I do do. And uh, a lot of my students that are RNs will choose to advocate for their clients to get lab work done with their primary care provider. There are a lot of options online now to get test results done, and they are reviewed by a um, authorizing provider that does have the scope of practice to review them for any critical lab values. There are many different ways that an RN may choose to practice functional medicine. As we talked about in a recent episode, a lot of my students choose to call themselves a holistic nurse or a lifestyle nurse. So there isn't the implication that there would be any testing done. And most People don't need a ton of tests to get better. They need somebody to approach, like my example of stress. If a person comes to you and they're incredibly stressed out and they're not sleeping, that is almost always like a go-to in the first visit for everyone is providing education on the impact that that would have on their health and connecting it to some of their symptoms or their, their top priority concerns they want to work on which is easy once you learn functional medicine and and really what's going on in the body with stress. So I don't find that I need the testing to help people get better. And I try to encourage my students to always approach testing in that way. Ask yourself, like, would this change what I'm going to teach this person and how I'm going to advocate for them? And when we talk about supplements, really similarly, some of my students aren't comfortable recommending supplements and some of them are really excited to learn more about them. And for me, my goal is to find the root cause of why someone's not feeling well. And so uh, I want to get them off of everything that they don't need to be on long-term. If we find root cause, we aren't staying on supplements uh, long-term. There are a few that I find that, that people need nutritionally because there's like magnesium lacking in our soil. So I often find that even if we eat a really healthy diet, that's not something that is maintained at an optimal level in our body, even if we eat really well. Um, so there are a few things that I teach my students that they may uh, find their clients would stay on long term, but it's a really small list. And the majority of supplements that people are put on in quote unquote functional medicine uh, practices where they go see someone and they're all their medications are replaced with supplements. Those aren't things that they should be on long term. There's something that maybe I would use with a client for a few months, let's say, and heal something and then let's wean them off of it. We talk a lot in the course about how to make sure that you set people up for success by them knowing exactly what their um, supplements are for uh, or any intervention and what we're looking for to decide when they're done and um, some expectations around time. I've inherited so many clients that come to me with tons of supplements and maybe they've seen somebody else that says they practice functional medicine and really they've just put them on a bunch of supplements and left them on it. And um, I, I find that really unfortunate and potentially harmful. 
So I think that uh, that is another thing that we talk about in scope of practice is whether pe- nurses are comfortable recommending or educating around the topic of supplements. Um, some of my students are integrative. If you heard the last uh, episode that where I talked about the difference between integrative and functional and lifestyle medicine, integrative is when we're we're being holistic in our practice, but maybe we practice in a more uh, mainstream allopathic setting. Like when I was in primary care, I incorporated my functional medicine concepts, but I also was taking care of people that had no interest in that. And so maybe my patients were on some prescription medications that managed their chronic health concerns, but I folded in as much holistic options as I was able to. So in that case, being a nurse practitioner, of course, affords you the opportunity to write prescriptions. And that is another thing to consider when deciding whether to practice as a registered nurse or as a nurse practitioner. A nurse practitioner can write prescriptions. For me, I mentioned earlier that we can always decide what we want to offer in our practice. And so for me, I did not want to continue to write prescriptions. I want my focus to be as a consultant rather than like a primary care provider. I want to help people reverse illness and heal. And so I focus more on the um, lifestyle part of things and we focus a lot on nutrition self-care and um a goal of weaning off of prescription medications many of my clients will um, come to me on medications and we don't i maybe educate them on what signs and symptoms might be let's say for a blood pressure medication if i'm helping them heal and i think that that might reverse their chronic hypertension and they're on some blood pressure medications I didn't write the prescription. I'm not responsible for that prescription medication, but I am responsible for educating them on the signs and symptoms of low blood pressure and making sure they know that, you know, I think that what we're working on right now might improve your blood pressure. And I want you to be paying attention that your blood pressure might get low and and you would need to follow up with your prescribing provider to discuss whether you need to continue that or discontinue it. So I try to provide the education around the prescription medications, but I am in no way ever pushing my uh, clients to get off of prescription medications. Um, I want to meet them where they're at and what their goals are. So I think that's important. And um, there are some interventions in functional medicine where you can choose to use a prescription rather than a uh, like an herbal supplement or a food product to help heal. And so some functional medicine providers use some prescription options as one of their interventions. Um, antifungals and some antibiotics are an example of that. What I find with my students is that some will come into the course and be certain that they want to become a nurse practitioner at, after they take the course. And um, so they, they think, okay, I'm going to take this functional medicine course, and then I'm going to become a, a nurse practitioner. And through the course and really exploring scope of practice in the way that we do in the course, they realize that that isn't what they want to do. And so it's interesting to see that side of things where some of my students feel so refreshed with the idea that they have uh, so much more in their scope of practice than they realized and the power of the educator part of being a nurse and that that really is the most powerful thing that we can offer for our clients is to educate them and advocate for them. So a lot of students change their mind in that direction where they decide that 
they realize how much there is within their scope they already have, and they're excited to get started practicing functional medicine. And they have successful practices helping people at that level. I have the exact opposite thing happen where some of my students will come to the course and they've never wanted to be a nurse practitioner. They take the course and they start doing some deep dives into some of the topics they're really interested in. And that makes them want to have a role as a nurse practitioner for one. I've heard several reasons. Uh, Often it is to be able to become maybe a primary care provider or have their own practice um, as a as a provider and bill insurance which you can bill insurance as an RN, but being able to bill for uh, more complex visits and that pays better is um, to become a nurse practitioner. That's a more effective way to do that. So that's one reason I've heard that my students will decide to become a nurse practitioner. Some of them it is because they want to be able to practice in an integrative way where they are writing some prescriptions um, and managing care for people that are not just trying to practice solely in the functional medicine scope. And then the third is um, if they are interested in being able to order lab work. Uh, A lot of my RN students find that they don't want to work with any lab work or they want to review lab work from maybe the their client's primary care provider that they get done each year. And there is a ton that you can help people with just with a basic CMP and CBC. Absolutely, I find that that often is all I need to have several visits worth of things that we can work on with my clients. The other thing that a lot of my RN students will do is decide that they want to have their clients advocate for their labs with their primary care or find some some of the options that are available online now for getting their lab work done. And that all depends on their scope of practice in their jurisdiction and, and their comfort level. I think it's great that we get to explore it so much in the course. And, and I think it's so interesting how everybody has a completely different opinion when, when uh, the time comes at the end of the course to decide what's next for each of us. Um, so the last thing that I wanted to talk about on this topic is something that came up in a discussion with some of my students recently. One of them was trying to decide whether they wanted to pursue their degree as a nurse practitioner next or become a nurse coach next. You may know that uh, the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy that I teach through is also the premier leaders in um, nurse coaching, and you can become board certified as a nurse coach after taking the program. Um, I did that uh, several years ago, and I have used nurse coaching in every aspect of what I've done as, as a nurse practitioner since then. So the student asked me what I thought would be the better option. and. The thing is, we're all different and our practices are different. So I don't have like an answer that's the right answer. But for me, what I feel and what I shared with with them in the discussion is that, you know, what I mentioned earlier about we're not deficient in prescription medications, we're not deficient in testing. As much as I recognize that my education as a nurse practitioner and that skill that you do develop in nurse practitioner school of the diagnosing part um, does make you another, there's another layer of critical thinking that goes into that. So I recognize that, that I developed that skill going to nurse practitioner school, but what I find my clients need, you know, they tend to come to me, I have a cash practice. So they're coming to me motivated, they are willing to pay money to have somebody clarify health for them. 
There's so much health information available all day long to our patients and clients. You know, they go online and they read things, they hear things from everybody they encounter through the day. Did you know coffee's bad for you? Did you know coffee's great for you? Did you know chocolate's bad for you? Did you know chocolate's great for you? There, we hear this too. All, I hear it all day long, you know, conflicting health information and they're confused and they need somebody to support them and clarify that. And that is where nurse coaching can be really helpful is when you take nurse coaching and you combine it with functional medicine, you now have somebody that is informed they, they can help you decide if you should be eating chocolate or drinking coffee or not, um, because they have that the ability to apply that knowledge on a personalized scale for you as a client. But also it happens with a lot of my clients is they come to me really motivated and they're ready to change. But I find that they already kind of have an idea of what areas of their life they're willing to work on. So that might be their, um, you know, they're expecting to change their diet or get some guidance on activity or sleep. But what if the true stressor in their life is a uh, relationship for them and we need to address healthy boundaries or if it is related to their choice to work night shift as a registered nurse in a hospital setting and that's having a devastating effect on their fertility and and which then may strain their their relationship with their partner um those are the times that i find that the nurse coaching is so important because i can support my client in in moving beyond their own barriers. So, you know, they might've been ready to buy all the organic vegetables in the world, but maybe not ready to address the elephant in the room um, in terms of either their career or something going on at home. And so nurse coaching is, is being able to help people with the things that are really affecting our health as uh, like our modern lifestyle is, is a huge part of what's going on in our healthcare system, like we have an increased prevalence of like every chronic health condition. And that's been going on for over a hundred years now. And it is as a result of our lifestyle. And with nurse coaching, we can uh, help people to see past their own, uh, maybe do some paradigm shifting with them, help them explore barriers to change. There's so many skills that I learned as a nurse coach that I use in my encounters with my clients. And so I wanted to mention that because we can have all the knowledge from learning functional medicine that like we can we can know, but being able to do is something different. And so I feel that the combination being able to offer that to clients is is really wonderful for me. And I find a, a lot of my students either are already a nurse coach when they take the course or after the course, they decide that's their next step. And so uh, I thought that would be something to touch on today because um, thinking that nurse practitioner is the next step naturally if you are ready to advance your practice isn't necessarily the truth, you know, I have students that practice many modalities and combine them um, from massage to Reiki to Ayurveda. Uh, I have students that have studied acupuncture. And if a few episodes ago, I interviewed a lactation consultant. So you can you can specialize in functional medicine and anything that you feel passionate about and not need to get an advanced degree that costs 
tens of thousands of dollars and years of stress if it isn't something that you feel passionate about and it isn't your calling. For me, I am grateful for getting exactly where I got in the way that I did. Um, but I think having these conversations with other nurses can really help us to figure out what is right for us too. And so I love that we can share these topics on the podcast. So until our next episode, be well. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of the Functional Nurse Podcast. If you want to help spread the word about the powerful role nurses can play as true healers using functional medicine practices, consider sharing an episode with a nurse friend or on social media. And click the subscribe button to stay informed of newly released episodes. You can also visit and share the links below in the show notes for more information on nursing resources and the Functional Medicine for Nurses course offered through the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy in partnership with the Institute for Functional Medicine.